us with questions never asked. Wrap us in patent leather. Arm us with peach cobbler. Wrap us in wraps. Let us bless microphones. And when it all falls nanoscopic, wrap us in chromosomes. Or just wrap us in ideas and fuckboy topics. That's you, boy! One, I have no idea what they're talking about, right? Like, if it, if, if like a standard, like basic notion of why one writes is to, right, to contemplate a conflict and possibly reach a resolution, right? Like that's the whole horseshit Aristotelian reason for us to be alive, right? We, we know nothing, then we gain knowledge, you know, knowledge is, conflicting and then we have to solve the conflicts and we become a hero in solving them and then we can be wise people in our old age and help the others in their heroic pursuits right okay if that's the catch if that's the fucking trajectory of an energy what the fuck did we hear tonight i don't understand what was first the other thing that's maybe what today was really about. It wasn't that it was whack. It was just that we just had to listen to people who weren't writing for us. And it's a drag. I don't think that's, I don't agree with that. They weren't writing for us. No, yeah, that's true, but it doesn't mean that. And then they come up with that slogan, write for yourself. Word, we know you have been. That's why we're not in any of your shit, Woody Allen. <laughs> write for yourself, what the fuck is that? Wait, that's their slogan? Yeah. Write like no one's gonna read it, like you're writing for Wait, yourself. Are you serious? Yeah, that's what they tell you in school. In a, in the States. Oh, you mean not not the launch time. No, no, no. But everyone from I was the like, launch that'd be some really ironic shit. Everyone from the launch comes from that theory of writing. You write for yourself. Now with indigenous people, which white people like to say they aren't. But then it's like, well, motherfucker, how did y'all get here? And you behave like a fucked up tribe that's afraid of all the barbarians, you know? But in indigenous realities, you never write for yourself. Oh my God. What the fuck are writers doing? What's this, uh, what's that, uh, magazine? Uh, platform that published your poems recently that I've been seeing on, on Oh, Blink? Yeah. I really like the poems that they chose, or that you submitted. Well, that's nice to hear. Of course, that's a woman from Hong Kong who can't stand living in America anymore and is um, working on getting citizenship in Germany. How is she doing that? Is she married to I don't her? know. No, she's not. And that's why she's back in Brooklyn. But she... Uh, she, she's been working on her PhD at Princeton. She's on what? I forget, but it's like a whole crew of Princeton writers who are so sick of academia. Oh, that's so, that's yeah. so difficult. Yeah, and they're furious, like, because I, I did an interview with them and then um, they decided to talk about things we brought up in the interview about academia and about, you know, the sickness that is America, or the virus. And they're just fed up, like so many other people. 
Mm. At least you don't have to go to America when you leave. Well, but is she planning to study and like continue her PhD? In no, Germany? she's done. She was okay, like, because academia like, in Germany is. She was like, I can't. She was like, I don't want this shit anymore. It's 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 all bullshit. Da da da. And it's like, P.S. When you're at Princeton and you figured out it's bullshit, same shit with buddies of mine at Harvard. Yeah. Or, I I. What? Uh, and that's another great thing. So uh, a gypsy will, will cut your cut their eyes at you as if they can't like something has happened where they can't recognize fellow gypsies. So like, let, let me get this right. Like I'm sitting here in Paris, looking like a hipster. <laughs> Certainly. Of course, why not? Why wouldn't I look like a hipster? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I'm loud, I'm talking English, I'm drinking beer, I'm smoking cigarettes. I must be a hipster. Because that's how fucked up the communication is. So even the countries who are fucked up don't know that the people from the countries who are fucking them up are fucked up as well. Like, they, they haven't had time to figure out, like, if there's an Asian woman and an ambiguously ethnic man sitting at the table, they're probably refugees from a piece of shit intellectual environment, right? Because all these other people are refugees right. from an economic or war-ridden society. So we're refugees from the war of the mind and shit. And these motherfuckers can't discern the difference. Which is funny. But meanwhile, I'm like, where the fat midgets tonight? Fat midgets? Yeah, where the fat midgets hang out? What do you mean? There must be some deep shit. They're munchkins. They don't even have time to care about race or color and shit because they're just munchkins. So they all have a, a fucking issue to unite around. <laughs> and they go there as munchkins and what are you going to do? Look at the other munchkin that's not a white munchkin and be like, fuck you, you black Asian mixed munchkin. No one, I'm trying to tell the world, no one is more ostracized than munchkins. Fuck everything. Where's the... Where are the munchkins? Oh, what are you, you talking about? Who are the munchkins? They're like this big. Oh. How many munchkin friends you got? None. Boom. Zero. Boom. So think about it. What do people say? Do you have any black friends? Do you have any Asian friends? Do you have any Mexican friends? Oh yeah, and fat and, and obese people as well, like fat people. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. what you're saying. Well, we're not there yet. That's what everyone says. We're not there yet. Question is though, are they there? I don't remember like hanging out with Munchkin. I don't remember smoking weed in high school and a Munchkin walk in the room and be like, Yeah, I literally never joint. hung out with a, with a So what the fuck happened to the Munchkins? I don't know. Where I mean, are they? They hang out with some people. No. They're like... You can watch the fucking streets all day. It's yeah, I don't very even, hard to no, see no, a no. Munchkin. But how many are there? I don't know. Every time I see one, I give them a euro. But are they even begging? I, no, it's just good luck. Did it take it well? No, I don't know. Because I don't know enough munchkins to know if 
what it looks like yeah, when a munchkin yeah. takes a whiff. Right. Just one munchkin on my block. He's like 50. I didn't even know munchkins could live that long. He's a little munchkin with a cup. The cup looks huge in his hands. It's 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 an espresso cup, but in his hands it looks like a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> they probably save a lot of money. He's so bored. He just stands out there all day, hella small. And then every time I give him something, he's like, oh, they'll see y'all. I'm like, you ain't got to do all that. It's all right. I'll see you, Munchkin. It's just like. I hope you're not calling him Munchkin. No. But it's just like when you see, when you go in a room full of white people and you see someone that's your ethnicity, you're like, I see you, motherfucker. We don't need to talk, but I see you. God damn it. That's the Munchkins. And they're awesome. And everyone thinks this is a criticism. But they, they, no one talks about the Munchkins. They had several, they had like six movies in the 80s that were centered around Munchkins. And then in the 90s and the 2000s, you get fucking uh, Lord of the Rings. Game of Thrones. And they I treat mean, him like shit in Games of Thrones. Do they? Why does the Munchkin have to be the conniving one with a scar on his face? Because that's more interesting. Of course it is. Where's the Munchkin poet? At least you got one Munchkin painter. Yeah. I don't know. How you just got one Munchkin painter? How yeah. did you just look trapped? Yeah. And, and, and then we sit up all day and complain with ourselves as being others. It's Munchkins, man. They ain't even, none of the shoes fit. Shut up, Malik. No, because, all right, so. My metaphor with munchkins is this. Now I'm thinking about it, because now I see how crazy I sound. Yeah. There's a group of people that are smaller than everyone else, meaning on the chart of who's important, on the like diagnostic of statistics, okay. they don't rank very high. Of course. Just right. like deaf people and minorities people and, and, and yeah. disabled people. Alright, so as a metaphor because it, it's exhausting to keep talking about ethnicity and minorities. Yes. Why not munchkins? Why not let our whole shit out on munchkins? Because they don't give a fuck about us. But the little enchanted munchkins. And they're enchanted. The, the horror of this shit. Like they always do this with the other. The other is magical. <laughs> P.S. Where's the Munchkin poems? You never heard them. You ever went to a reading and saw a Munchkin reading? No, never. All right. Have you? No. I'm waiting on it. The day I see a Munchkin reading is the day I'm crying at a poetry reading. Do you know any Munchkins? I've tried so hard to know Munchkins, and they don't want to know me. When I worked at a bookstore, there were three Munchkins that used to come in. Okay. And they'd look, what were they like? They'd always look for books on big shit. And it's like, you know, world economics and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'd always have to look. And just like us, we know when people are looking at us like... <laughs> with derogatory shit in their mind. So the munchkin be looking at you like, don't you do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> you call me a midget, I'm gonna kick your ass. Don't make, don't make a joke. My hands are supposed to be this small. So you try to talk to them. Of course, but I keep looking at the big ass fingertips. Fingertips look like noses and shit. Like, anyway, I studied munchkins. 
And it's all a result of PR in America for Lucky Charms. This is that fucking leprechaun. You can't program children with this notion that all your problems will be solved if you meet a munchkin at the end of the bridge. Never heard of that. Yes, yeah, the leprechaun. At the end of the rainbow, there's a, lucky, a leprechaun with a pot of gold. How big is the pot? Because if the leprechaun is Irish, the pot is probably the size of an espresso cup. Right, right. Wow. I've never thought about this. I've yeah, then you, the, you get the short man. The short man complex. How many short men have you dated? How many short women have you known? I mean, like, really fucking short. Yeah, well, that's munchkins, right? Yeah. I mean, like the shit where you hug them and, and their forehead bangs you yeah, in the no, ribs. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> even laugh. I really, I really don't know. But I've also never met any. That's the thing, but like, they've never even entered my social circle. That's what I mean about Ever. life. Who are these people that are so castigated? <laughs> Yeah, like you don't even see them, right? They don't even try to, they don't even introduce themselves. You think, oh my God, my knee hurts for no reason. Munchkin, punch the shit out of you. <laughs> just walking around, man. Fuck you, man. You don't know none of this. You ain't welcome. No, welcome, you motherfucker. Right in your knee. We ain't got it bad. We ain't got nothing. All we're dealing with is just arrogant white people. The people who really got it bad are munchkins. Where the fuck are they? Some weird shit. Every munchkin in America in the 70s, 80s, and 90s was Michael Jackson's friend. He made friends of munchkins. So probably my psychological issue being an avid Michael Jackson follower is because Michael Jackson was such good friends with munchkins, I too wish to be a friend of the munchkin. But I get it. He had a zoo on his house. It's fucked up, but it's facts. He had a zoo in Never Never Land. He collected odd. Remember he bought the bones of the elephant man? And he got fucked up with munchkins. That must be another hit. That must be a horrible trip. Call you up. Come over to my party. Who's there? You'll see. You walk up in the house, 25 munchkins just hanging out. The other tall motherfucker is your friend. What you gonna do? You gonna hang out with the munchkins. Little kids. Have you ever seen a little kid when they confront a munchkin? No. Confused as fuck. <laughs> Meanwhile, the munch can be looking at him like, fuck up, fuck up my face, <laughs> little kid. <laughs> they hate it. It's the same shit. Oh, yeah, you, of course. You could completely compare the munchkin dynamic to what we live as minorities in the Western world. We hate that shit. Anytime somebody comes up to you like, hi. Right. They come up to you like you're a fucking liger. You know, the white tigers. Give me your face. Hi. Oh my God. What are you doing here? What are you doing? And then, you know, my joke that I want to get back to do, I used to do it in San Francisco in the early 2000s. I used to always go, what are you doing here? My master just brought me in. I don't know where I is. What you doing here, white folks? <laughs> the motherfuckers just be like, <laughs> 
oh my god, okay, it's, it's really rude. I go, no. My master's not like other masters. He builds his, uh, a times machines. Now, I don't know what times is, but he makes me get in it. Just like he makes everybody else picks cotton. And I jumps in, and then we winds up in places where people don't even know us as a slave. So what you doing here, white folks? And you know white people, oh my God, this is hilarious. Greg, come over here. <laughs> he said he's a times traveling slave and he has no idea where he is. Oh my God, can we get this slave a drink? Oh my God, I'm sorry. Oh my God, I didn't mean to call, is it okay to call you a slave? Is it, are you offended? Oh, what were you thinking about before I bothered you? Timmy. So, I was wondering, like, when I was younger, and I rarely get these little stupid moments, these little cliche-ass moments, when I would hang out with older poets, I'd always be like, well, how the fuck did that happen to them? How did they get there? Why are they full of so much bullshit? And I was just thinking, like, maybe that would be the way, maybe that's the problem with the way I've been starting off writing. It's not like, what do you have to say? What's important to you? It's like, why are you full of so much shit? What, how did you acquire all this bullshit that is who you are now? Right? Maybe just start from there and then it won't be so uh, oppressive of an endeavor to talk about what you know or whatever the fuck. But it's like, it's literally, motherfucker know nothing except the amount of bullshit that one has had to encounter. And not even deal with, because you how can how can you really deal with bullshit if you're not a, a, a cow herder? I don't know how you are with it, but like if I look back at certain shit, like that was actually fun. That would it was full of shit, but it was also fun. So in a sense, it was full of fun. How your life is, because I think there's another thing where human beings tend to think that everybody's having the same type of time they are, which is impossible. Yeah. But, you know. Well, that's also where my problem with the whole language, the binary language about like white people versus pe like people of color come from. Because it's not, you can't, just, you can't just categorize people like that. Right. But even if you know where it comes from, nothing happens. You just know where it comes from. It's like when you know the person who makes the art. Right, everybody else goes to the gallery and says, oh my God, this is art. And for you, you're like, all right, that's, that's David's shit. Like, way to go, David. Round up. You know, but the people who aren't in the inner circle have no fucking clue. And then I'm assuming that when we encounter good work, is that we finally encountered someone who honestly admitted and tried to deal with their bullshit. So how does one develop the discernment 
to decide upon what within themselves is worthy of expression. I don't think most people have that hard of a time with it. I believe because I know that most people just enter a fantastic fantasy which is uh, being alive and knowing that they're alive because they are beings that can express their aliveness and nothing else. And in uh, expressing their aliveness, they have expressed everything. They don't need to be poets, they don't need to be artists, all they need to do is express. And the reason we are writers or poets or whatever we are is because we've decided to fixate our attention on expressing what means most or means nothing to us. And they never keep walking down the street. There's always another motherfucker to come. It's like problems with self. There's always another fucking problem on the approach. Conflict. Ceaseless fucking conflict.